welcome back to another edition of the rad dad podcast zach york here with you joe will be joining us momentarily um he is still finishing up his day at the office as they say in the biz but we're here thursday show um we kind of tease we would do one show a week but on uh Gotcha. On weeks when on weeks when we can make it happen, we'll do two. Um, let's see, Lakers. What? What are they up now? I've got two, five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Nuggets on a bit of a run here. Lakers trying to even the series. Um, Heat are up one nothing, right? Yeah, they were shit. They were down twenty points last night, and next thing you know, I look back up and they're. Uh, tied, and then they kind of handle business. Yeah, I guess uh, Jimmy Butler just keeps doing Jimmy Butler things, and yeah. um, when Jimmy Butler's doing Jimmy Butler things, it seems that good things happen. So many times I can say things in a sentence. Things, dang um, things. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, pretty. I mean, I feel like this. Probably not the marquee names and brands, but I think this is going to be a good conference finals round here. I think, I mean, the fun thing is that it's the same team, same four teams that are in the bubble. So they can't really go back and say that they um, uh, don't start. We're not even five minutes in and we're on break. I just, uh, I'm just, uh, they, it's just been a day. Like, field day today. I, like, I was looking I was, at this thing. You got PGA Championship here. I have no idea who's leading. I have no idea. I was just not in tune with anything today. I was going to say for the folks uh, at home, fill, fill them in on uh, <laughs> what you did today. So, I had field day today. So, I'll start the day off. Did you win all your races? <laughs> well, see, I, I didn't. This is my first time to attend it as a parent. And I was just trying to remember what we did when we were kids at field day. Um, yeah. So we get there. It's for my daughter. She's in kindergarten. Um, I get there and they told me it's um, the first stations at the cafeteria. I said, all right. So I'm going and I'm looking. I don't know. You lose everything. Well, figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> um, but then they, uh, oh, oh. the first station they had was uh, doing chalk, and it said, by oh, the cafeteria. I said, okay. So I go to where the cafeteria is. The lady was like, hey, no parents inside. I said, um, the thing says cafeteria. She was like, well, that just means this area. I turn around and I look. There's no one over there. I mean, there's people there, but it's not chalk. It's like bubbles and then a big bounce house. What they actually meant was on the street at the end of the little sidewalk area. So, so I'm looking around. By the time I find all of them, my daughter's just bawling, crying, thinking that I didn't show up. I was like, wait, I've been here for 20 minutes. <laughs> I just, I just don't know where all that. So I got was, lost. Yeah, but no, she, it was awesome because she, you know, kind of went out and did everything with them. They had a little DJ area that was playing Kids Bot, which is just hilarious. To hear like how they sub stuff. It's like when they have kids bop, they have to find all these 
they're playing songs like Cardi B. They have to say, okay, what rhymes with shit? What rhymes with bitch? What rhymes with you know all the number, all the all the words that <laughs> they can't say? You know, all the time Road's a funny one. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just silly. But then, uh, luckily, I dressed appropriately because um, they had a, the there was a section uh, or station that was called Squirters. And I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> but no, it's those things that you stick in a puddle in a bucket of water, you suck it yeah. up, and then you turn around and squirt on everybody. Of course, Layton's all excited to do it, but then someone starts squirting her and she gets pissed. I was like, Layton, I was like, everyone's doing it. Don't be that way. No. Yeah. I don't like I, it. I said, I said, how about this? I said, how about you figures up? Oh, she'll be asleep soon, but oh my, it's just, she's got to be exhausted. You would think. Yeah. So then, so. Um, I asked her, I said, do you want to just chase me around and see if you can squirt me? She's like, that'll be fine. So she starts doing it. I let her get me a few times, whatever. Then next thing you know, all the other kids are like, oh, that looks like fun too. So then I'm just being chased by a whole class of kindergartners. Squirt the dad. Yeah, and I'm just, next thing you know, Soaked. Um, it was fun. I mean, it was it was nice because it was actually really like hot today. It was hot. Sun was out the entire time. Um, it was, it was an overall good day. It went on from like eight forty-five to I think twelve. Then we left there and went um, spent the day with her. Spent the rest of the day at the pool and just got. I mean, it was just hot, hot, hot. But it's finally gotten hot enough to where you can actually get into the water and not, you know. Have your teeth chattering. Yeah. You get in the water because it's so hot. You finally get in the water and you're, you feel actually pretty good. But that was a good day. It was just exhausting. You know, I'm just hot and I'm tired. And you got all the kids uh, after that. And then, them to the pool here and then um got them fed bathed now they're supposed to be down but you know what um i was gonna say i i remember field day just being a bunch of like competitions that's what i thought it was like that's exactly what i thought it was but this was just a bunch of stations where people just you can jump on this thing. You can go play in the sand over here. There was no. Yeah. Which I guess they're in kindergarten. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, I remember, I guess, what, like third, fourth grade. It was like each class first, first the other classes. Sack race. So, yeah, I mean, like anything. Oh, you know, your boy, anything with speed. Oh, oh yeah. we're taking we're taking home the dub. <laughs> yeah, it was like relay races. Um yeah, you had a sack race. Like th- that was all I remember field day being, and it was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, I loved it. Did you started at like eight a.m. and then you went to lunch and then you came back out and did some more and then you went home. Like there was no school. Yeah, that, that's on like field day is the day that you know, like okay, this year is that's a wrap. All the field is- day, people are done. 
<laughs> All it is is vibes. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't know who's who's leading the PGA now. Like, I don't even know. I've just been so out of touch with um, society today. So right now, it is one Eric Cole. Oh, him. Which sounds like a made-up person. <laughs> it's a generic player. Uh, he's five under. Um, it says he's through 14. So he must have. Uh, did they? Is the, where is it playing at? Is it a delay or is it still going? No, it's in Rochester, New York. There had to have been something. Daylight or something. Um, Bryson's in second at four. Oh, under. God. Yeah, I know. Scotty Scheffler's right there. Three under. You got uh, Corey Connors, Dustin Johnson, Victor Hovland, Keegan Bradley, Adam Scott. Those are like the heavy hitters up top. Uh, you also got our boy, your boy, the septic tank, Sep Straka. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's a uh, that's a nod that's a nod to the fellows on the shotgun start, Andy Johnson and uh, Brendan Porath. They they call Sep Straka. They call him the septic tank. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not like a not a ton of big names. I mean, obviously outside of Bryson, Scotty Scheffler, DJ. Um, yeah, there um, there was a dude, Justin Sue. Who was leading for I don't know how long, but young guys, twenty five. Um, he's a short king. He was at the top of the leaderboard for a long time, but mostly, uh, especially without Joe, because we don't have our like golf big guy. time golf guy. I did want to get your take on. Are you familiar with a garbage plate? No. All right, so. This is a thing that's like a Rochester staple. So give you the give you the history. So basically, this is what the visitrochester.com website says. It says, have you heard of the garbage plate? This unique mashup of ingredients is widely regarded as Rochester's signature dish. The garbage plate has become a thing of legend and the notorious local dish has been documented in many articles and news stories around the nation. All right. This is what a traditional garbage plate is, York. Your choice of a cheeseburger, hamburger, white or red hots, which are just hot dogs, Italian sausage, chicken, or grilled cheese. Served on top of any combination of home fries, french fries, baked beans, and or macaroni salad. What? All, all in one plate. <laughs> this plate, The plate is usually topped with a Rochester-style meat hot sauce. Optional mustard, onions, and ketchup may be added on top. A garbage plate is traditionally served with a side of buttered bread. <laughs> in, case you, in case you just didn't get enough calories. Yeah. Um, would you eat this? I mean, the right combination, yeah. <laughs> it just seems like a lot. Like all of those things, I like all of those things. 
But is it like when they talk about the cheeseburger stuff, is it like just, is it a cut up cheeseburger or is it just a cheeseburger on me, a bed of home fries? Yeah. Let me, let me get a, let me get a picture here. Good God. These pictures look awful. Oh. What in the? I don't is even it, know if I would eat it because it's just looks awful. Sounds like a, a Waffle House situation, but with, you know, not breakfast food. <laughs> this is a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the thing you made, like when you're like in college or, you know, maybe in high school. Oh, where like, yeah. yeah, look at that thing. It's like when you're when you're like you know, mom, what's, what's for dinner? And she's like, Oh, well, like me and your dad are going out to eat. So you need to figure out dinner on your own. So then you have to go through the fridge and just make a, make something out of a bunch of stuff. Joe knew exactly what it was. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. This just this does not look appetizing to me no, again. All the ingredients, I like it, but just not all piled on a plate together. They're probably just say, oh, well, it all, all goes to the same place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm, like, opposed to my food touching at all, but, like, that's this is a different level. Like, this is, ugh. But, yeah, I really wanted to just get your take on that. Yeah, it's, it's a big no for me, dog. It's so bad. Um, talking about combining all things in one place. Um, what were like the, like the, the drinks you would make like in college or just like anytime you were binge drinking, what were like the, the, <laughs> the, uh, what are the, the uh, in bulk, like mixed drinks that you would make? I mean, I guess if anything, it'd just be like a Jack and Coke or something. No, so I'm talking about like a, so here's an example. So like in college, we would make, we always just called it tank. Um, it's, it's known for, it's known by several names. We just called it tank. Um, some people call it hunch punch. Uh, there's like other terms. It's just basically like something you would make to like have a party at like a frat house or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so like a, um, punch bowl or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. which I mean, it was not very sanitary. Like we would just put it all in like a cooler. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's basically like a whole thing at Everclear. And then you would do a case of beer. And then a whole thing of like country time lemonade. Dump all that in there. And oh, um, with beer. Yeah. Oh, man. And you just mix it up and it tastes delicious. And, uh, you know, as they say, it'll get you drunk. Um, it'll get you drunk. Yeah, I remember I made. Tank at a new year's eve party we had at our apartment in new york and so most of our friends were from like california or the east coast and 
so everybody was like, well, we're bringing like apps and, you know, finger food and we're bringing some wine and some beer, some, some liquor, we'll have some mixed drinks. And they were like, Zach, what are you going to, what are you going to do for the party? I was like, oh, I'll make a tank. And everybody was like, what the fuck is that? So I went to, I walked, there was a Home Depot in around our apartment in New York. I got a big ass Gatorade, like a, like a yeah. sideline Gatorade tub. Uh-huh. Then got everything else. And I made it in front of everybody. And everybody was like, I'm not drinking that. And I was like, I'm telling you, it is amazing. So like an hour into the party, everybody starts like, okay, we'll try it. Dude, the whole thing was gone. Like, Jesus. it's amazing though. It tastes delicious. Like if you're going to, like, do we, I guess whenever we have another member of the friend group join the resistance and, and have a bachelor party, we're going to do it. Or maybe we'll just do it next time we all hang out. But it's delicious. I'm just trying to like factor in the whole case of beer thing is what's throwing me off that mixed with everything. <laughs> well, you got to think like a whole thing of Everclear, like a whole handle. Uh-huh. There's a lot of Everclear. So you got to really dilute that. And, and then did you? somehow the beer and the lemonade work well together. It's it's it seems bizarre, but again, it'll get you drunk. Everybody gets to know each other in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I like to undercook the onions. <laughs> um yeah, I got I'm trying to think of like I mean, I don't know. I mean, the other only other thing I can think of that people made for parties, I guess when you get older is like sangria. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever, that's fine, but I don't know. I'd rather just make tank. I'm intrigued, yeah. All right. Um you missed the Jim Carrey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stats from last week. Do you want me to tell you what tell you what it was? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me look it up. So it's 1994. Um, so I'll give you like the abridged version. So basically he was just like the white dude on in living color in the 90s. Right. And then he got the gig as Ace Ventura Pet Detective, which he made, I think he got paid. 400 grand to be in that movie. So then that was like what announced him to the world. Yeah. Uh, they made $107 million worldwide on that movie. Hmm. Then he's in the mask. Keep in mind, this is all in the same year. He's in the mask, does great, makes a ton of money. Then the big one. Um, Oh, so also after Ace Ventura, he got a pay bump from 400K to 7 million. So the third movie he did in 94 was Dumb and Dumber, which, you know, is like a classic. Um, after that, uh, so Dumb and Dumber made 247 million worldwide uh, that year. And then I think he became 
Hollywood's first $200 million actor after that. Really? So, yeah. Jim Carrey is caked up. I like that. He uh, also asked Joe, and he didn't he didn't get it because I I looked it up. I would never guess this. Do you know how old Jim Carrey is? Right, fifty eight. Ooh, okay, you were close. He's sixty one. Is he really? He's in his sixties. So, yeah, ninety four. He made. Uh, let's see. Let's do some quick math here. So Ace Ventura. Get my calculator out. Ace Ventura made 107. Then the mask. Just had it. 351. And then Dumb and Dumber made 247. So he was in three movies that made $705 million in 1994. How do you, how do, you do all that in a year, though? I don't know. That's right. amazing, right? Like, that's probably the oddest factoid ever. But, like, if anybody ever tries to doubt Jim Carrey's credentials, you can, t- oh, let me tell you about 1994. <laughs> the year that I stormed. That's that's correct. Um, All right. I feel like I know the answer here because of a previous engagement we've had on this podcast, but grocery stores. Where do we stand on grocery stores? I'm assuming I know who your go-to is. Ask Lane. He knows what it is. So you're so K Roger. Yeah, correct. I'm a cover guy. Um, what other options? I know where it's at. I mean, you know the layout. Yeah, they're not all like, the same, but they're all pretty much the same. You're like Michael. I don't want to move. We're gonna have to. All, all the channels are gonna be different. Um, I mean, like what? What other? Which I guess, what Germantown's got. A myriad of options now. Oh yeah, but there's your um, Trader Joe's, of course your Walmart and Target and Whole Foods and uh, Sprouts, and I think by the Trader, you know, that's the Whole Foods. I think across from the Trader Joe's. But I mean, you have. I mean, there's tons of options. It all depends on what you want and what you're trying to, um, how much time you got, really. If you can't I, go to Kroger, just, where are you going? Um, are I'm you not, going? Are you going for like efficiency? Or are you gonna class it up and maybe get some items that you normally don't get at Kroger? Well, I, I just don't. Well. I don't think the last time I went somewhere else, it's just, I mean, it's just right across the street. Yeah. For me. So like, it's extremely convenient always. Um, but I don't think I've got, I don't think I've ever messed with, I don't think I've ever messed with like the whole foods and all that. 
I mean, that's yeah. all, I don't think I have. I mean, I, I wouldn't go to, there's no Walmart that I would go to. I'd go to the Target grocery, just two birds and one stone if I'm going there for something. Yeah. I've never done grocery shopping at Target. Yeah. I feel I like that's it. just, yeah. that's a slippery slope. I don't do, yeah, I don't do grocery shopping. I'll do, like, if I have to pick up, a, you know, if I'm there already and I got to pick up, you know, milk or something quick like that. That's one thing. That's why I'm not. I'm not going to make a list and specifically go to Target for that. Yeah, that's where you get in trouble when you go to Target. Because first of all, when you go to Target, you're like, I just got to get a couple things. It you, you never get the couple things. You end up seeing like, oh, well, <clears throat> the kids could probably use a couple pairs of pants, and oh, like they they wanted this toy. Like I'll go ahead and get this toy, and like maybe I'll get it give it to them like on a Friday or something. And then you're like, Oh shit. They got those cool Doritos here. I need to get like two bags of those. Cause I don't see those everywhere. And then before you know it, you go to check out and they're like, all right, that'll be $194. <laughs> then you get to the uh, seasonal section. Like, Oh, they got the lawn chairs out. <laughs> I better get these now before they, <laughs> what is this? We miss it. <laughs> An outdoor sectional. Get it. Of course, of course I need this. <laughs> How am I going to get this in the car? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Whole Foods is solid, but it's just expensive. Like, I feel like literally everything in that place is organic in some shape or form, which in America, that just makes it three times the price. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing I've ever associated that, those kind of places with, but... Now the hot bar is legit. You can go you can go in there and get a plate lunch and eat right. Oh really? Oh dude, yeah. And they got like all different kinds of food. So you can just you can go in there and I mean you can have a trip around the world. You can get some okay. Asian, you can get some some fried chicken, you can get some Thai food. I mean, you can do it all. Have it's you ever great. gotten like, um, I guess, pre-made, you know, off the shelf sushi in like the deli section, not deli section, but um, whatever section? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't normally eat it. I'll get it for my wife. But now you talk about K Roger. Now you know that that's legit because they got like an actual sushi bar like they got dudes in oh, there yeah. slicing and dicing Slice, like, yeah, yeah, yeah they know what they're doing right i always got like those pre-made if i'm getting there for lunch or something like grabbing stuff on my lunch break or whatever i'll oh, get yeah. um i'll get like those little they'll have those pre-made hawaiian roll sandwiches little club sandwiches on hawaiian roll oh those are good the the first time i ever had sushi in my life was a pre-made thing at the union at Ole Miss. That was, that was the first sushi I ever had. I love, love sushi. There's a couple places that I go that I know what I like because the other ones, sushi menus are always so out of control. There's so many options. There's so many options. Every sushi place has a menu like Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> That's right. They you have ever like, um, get like the get cream cheese in your sushi? Yeah, I don't mind that. I do. I like it. I have to be in a mood for sushi. Like, if I'm in the mood, 
I can put down some sushi. Yeah. If anyone's like, hey, um, I'm trying to think of something to eat. Like, what about sushi? I'm like, oh, yeah, I can always go for that. It's like people that can always go for Mexican. I can't always go for Mexican. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, especially if it's like an Americanized Mexican place, I know I can go there and get a, you know, number eight and just smash it and it'll be gone. That's what I'm saying. But like now I'm trying not to eat. Well, I'm on a good roll. I try not to eat like crap. But if I could bring well, Mexican, I'm like, what can I get besides a thin piece of grilled chicken and maybe a bit of rice? So you get you, a, get you like a taco salad. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, so I went to I did a pre-order thing from uh, Subway on the app, and I got one of those um, no bread bowls, no bready bowls, or whatever. Okay. It's like it's like they have say you get a say you get a um cold cut combo. It's everything in a cold cut combo that you'd want, but chopped up like. Into, into a little bowl without any bread. It's like a Pokeball, but it's Subway. Mm. I had one the other day and it was. That's, uh, that's risky. Not to me. I mean, I like it because <laughs> I don't go to Subway because it's mostly the portions are small and then it's so much bread. But doing it this way, you know, it's quick. It's more like, what, $7? And I don't feel I just I don't I I turned a corner and went down a dark alley with with Chubway at some point and I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of Subway. I just you know. But if that's a healthy option then that's fair. No, yeah. But Pokéball too, I can always have a Pokéball. Those are so good. Now, going back to the sushi that's like a that's like a game time decision where it's like, all right, if we're gonna do Asian, do I want to like eat just enough to where like I'm good, or do I want to like be a glutton, yeah, and just get a big ass plate of fried rice, oh, yeah, and like a bunch of like, you know, spring rolls and, oh, you yes. know. I got that red koi over here. Um, about the Target and Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I always get some kind of special roll and then I get like a California roll. And then uh, some kind of the spring rolls, which are really good. They have that little honey, whatever sweet and sour sauce to dip it in. And then mm-hmm. um, you can like the, the ch- chicken and pineapple fried rice, which is really good. Yeah. But that's where I get in trouble, like the plates of fried rice. Speaking of <clears throat> eating like that, eating like a glutton, you ever fuck with Genghis Grill? No? Never been. Dude. I love <laughs> There used to be one by a Target out here that we would go hit up randomly. Um, oh, man, I can really do some damage. At a Genghis Grill. I mean, it's basically like you. It's like a pick, you pick your own meal, right? Yeah. And then, like, they have someone cook it for you on basically like a, a big, like, 
circular hibachi thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you, so you fill up a bowl of stuff. Yeah, you take it over there. Okay, and I've done that do. before. What's that place called? What Genghis Grill it was? Um, so, what's that? Yes. Um, so then, what was that? It's right next to uh, Buffalo's in South Haven. Uh, soccer Sui. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's, I love it. It was, I, I like it, but it was just stressful because <laughs> I'm looking at all the stuff, it's not cooked. And I'm like, like, what all do you want in there? I'm like, I don't know. It's like when I go to, um, Oh, seeing everything raw freaks you out. Yeah, like going to um I'll just put random stuff in there. I like all these things by themselves. Let's just see what happens. But yeah. I'll go to like um Soinkies. Hell yeah. And oh I said, What do you want in your burrito? I'm like, Well, can you just put me what Taco Bell would put in a VP five other burrito? <laughs> I know I love that. Just pull it up on your phone, show them the picture, like <laughs> Hey, can you make this? See how it's like, nice and layered? <laughs> like when you go to get your hair cut. <laughs> hey, I want I want to look like this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I love that type of shit. It's, yeah, I mean, it's nice to go somewhere where it's like, ah, you know, we'll just like Chipotle. Yeah. Like you, you run down the aisle and you just tell them like, I want this, this and this. And they put it up. Perfect. That way, there's like, there there are no, <laughs> there are no secrets. They do it right there in front of you. That's one thing about the call ahead or, or the order ahead at Subway. You don't get to watch them make it this time, but like you do, you order ahead and you, you pay for it on your app, the Apple Pay or whatever, and then you go, you go in there. You don't have to talk to anybody. Your order is sitting there, like on this little station they made of all the uh, call ahead orders or all one orders. Go in there and grab it and roll. Um, I don't think we've ever talked about this. Are you a fan of the Fast and Furious film franchise? Oh, yeah. We've talked about <laughs> Fast and Furious comes up all the time. Okay. For some reason, I thought you might have been on the fence. No, I'm not. I've, I don't know where I've left off. I don't know if I've seen all of them because at some point I was Jesus. Um, so we are. One of those, I've got to kind of really go back to I think probably six. See what that one's about. And so six is when they're in London with Owen Shaw. Okay, it's the first film that they team up with Hobbs. Okay. AKA The Rock. Right. So we're currently doing a rewatch of all of them before we go see Fast X tomorrow. And buddy, we are on a just neck breaking pace right now. See, I can hear my wife watching Seven right now because right. we watched Tokyo Drift before we did the pod before we started the podcast. Because we did it in chronological order of like how the the universe is. Um, 
because most people think, oh, Tokyo Drift, that's the third one, which it was the third one made, but it's between six and seven. Which, just another example of like movies where actors are su- supposed to be high school kids. <laughs> like Lucas Black looks like he's 30 years old walking around well, high school. Well, thing is, he's, uh, he's played the only movies I've seen him in, he plays a high school kid. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, Mike Winchell Mike in Friday Winchell. Night Lights. He was, he, was in, the, he was in some other movie too where he went to space and he was like, I'm going to space. I don't remember what movie it was. Maybe Space Cowboys. Um, did you ever see Sling Blade? Yeah. He was the little kid in Sling Blade. I don't know. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was in 42. He played Pee Wee Reese. 42 is actually a damn good movie. What movie are you talking about? Legion? Let me see. The Angel movie? No. Seven Days in Utopia? I don't know. He was an astronaut. What I mean. the hell? An American Christian sports drama. What the fuck? Oh, I forgot he was in Jarhead. Oh, he was? Yeah. Huh. Saw that movie in theaters. Wasn't it Josh Hartnett? No, it was Jake uh, Gyllenhaal. Nope, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Sam Mendez directed it. Never realized that until just now looking at it. Sam Mendez, which of course, as you know, you're famous for directing two of the James Bond films that Daniel Craig was in. Two of the best, in my opinion. He did Skyfall and Spectre. I saw Skyfall. I don't know if I've seen any after that because I, I was not a big Daniel Craig as James Bond fan. Really? Yeah. I think it's, he was great. I, I like him in other things he's been in, but not that. I, I, I didn't. I Knives just almost, out. Knives out, yeah. I just don't associate <laughs> him with um, James Bond. But I feel like he was James, been James Bond longer than anybody. Yeah. Which Sam Mendez is probably most well known for directing, which it was his directorial debut, uh, American Beauty, which is awesome. Um, he did 1917. Did you ever see that? Um. Is that Normandy? Uh, maybe. It says the aerial reconnaissance has observed that the Imperial German army, which is pulled back from the Western Front, is not in retreat, but has made a strategic withdrawal to the New Hindenburg line. They are overwhelming the British with artillery. I know it won like a ton of awards. Yeah, let's see. It's got its own Wikipedia page for accolades. So, Academy Award for Best Cinematography, Best Sound Mixing, Best Visual Effects. 
Um, Golden Globe for Best Picture and Best Director. Yeah. Hmm. It was pretty good. Like a good war flick. What about maybe maybe what I'm thinking of is just called Normandy. Oh, what was the No, there was one that uh Christopher Nolan did. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and um It wasn't Normandy. It wasn't called Normandy, but it was uh Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yes. Dunkirk was good. Are you a big Christopher Nolan guy? Do you like Christopher Nolan? Yeah, I do. I do think those Batmans and I love those Batmans. Yeah, I do think he gets to the point where he's like, I'm going to make everyone feel so dumb when they watch my movies. Like, what do you mean? I mean, it's just so out there. Like, Inception was just like, now the premise and everything about Inception is genius, but it's also just like, it's super out there. And then Interstellar was wild. Just like aerospace science and physics and all of that. And then Tenet, no fucking idea what was going on in that movie. Yeah, I tried to watch that. I've watched it three times and I still have no clue. Yeah. I've tried to watch videos on YouTube explaining it and I still don't have an idea. Now, I will... Oppenheimer is coming out this summer. I will understand what's going on in that one because it's yeah. pretty straightforward, but that looks pretty awesome. I feel like all his movies, too, like you can tell from just the opening title shot. Yeah. The music and the, sh- the shots and stuff, it's very, they're all very similar. He's done, he has like a trademark. Um, uh, Sort of. Uh, no, I was going to say it's um, Hans Zimmer. He usually does like Hans Zimmer usually scores all of his movies. So there's like a similar tone and mm. sound. But I was going to say, I feel like some of my favorite Christopher Nolan movies are the ones that are like forgotten, like Memento. Did you ever see Memento? Mm-mm. Oh, dude. When the kids go to sleep, watch Memento. That movie what's rules. It, what's it on? Uh, let's see. Memento streaming. HBO Max, Hulu, oh. Amazon Prime. Yeah, you got We're it. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Memento and The Prestige are two of my favorites. Yeah, I remember The Prestige. Remember Prestige came out at the same time as uh, <laughs> the other one. The Illusionist or whatever? Yeah. Fucking get out of here. It's like all this magic. God, Nelly would have hated it. First, I'm thinking, I was like, what song did Nelly sing? Yeah, The Illusionist was. Who was in it? Was it called? It was called The Illusionist, right? One of them had Christian Bale in it. The other one had Hugh Jackman in it. Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman were prestige. Okay. okay. The other one was like. The Illusionist. Okay. Oh, it was uh, Edward Norton. 
Okay. Edward Norton, Jessica Biel, Paul Giamatti, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Jessica Biel. Maybe like. You like Jessica Biel? But I love Jessica Biel. I just I like I haven't heard from her in forever. All right. Um, let's see. Last thing here, we can, we can close on this one because I, I, you travel a lot. Interested to get your take. What's? I feel like I know your answer. What's your favorite time zone? I feel like I'm used to this time zone, but I feel like I have more. But I'm in like Arizona. I feel like I have more time for some reason. I don't know why. In, Ari- but, like, in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like my like central time to me is like the goat. But yeah, it's it's like problem seven o'clock is the perfect time. But like mountain time does kick ass. I do enjoy mountain time. Like primetime sports are usually starting around six, six thirty, and they're over by nine, ten o'clock at the latest. Um, I mean, I, get, we can get it out of the way. Eastern time zone fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, that's just the worst. Like, it is by awesome. far the worst. Um, and think about this too. Like, can, I can imagine living somewhere where it's like, oh, NFL starts at 10. Yeah. It's like, um, no, that, it's a noon thing. You're saying the noon like, games. You know, in the three o'clock games. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I living in New York and trying to stay up late to watch college football, like trying to watch Pac-12 after dark, was just a fool's errand. Yeah, just falling asleep in like the second quarter. Yeah. Um, and then like I've never lived in Pacific time, but I just feel I can't imagine going to like brunch and NFL games being on. That's just so weird to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're at you said, but you're at brunch now, you know, well, usually leads into the noon games. Yeah. Or I guess I should say breakfast. Yeah. Like if you're going to breakfast at like 1030, like noon games are kicking off. But also, I wouldn't hate that. It's true. With kids, it's a very different story. Yeah. I don't feel that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... Can't take anyone serious that says they like Eastern time. Yeah, that's, I mean, and everyone that's lived out there, like people we know, they couldn't stand it either. <sighs> um, all right, so you're going to get caught up on Fast and Furious and go see Fast X so we can talk about it? I'm going to do that. Um, also, is it like a, is that like a rated R movie? Fast X? Yeah, I'd imagine just because it's got to just be brutally violent with all the cars and because I mean they're basically just superheroes now. Oh really? I mean, like the characters, like the in Fast Nine, they go to space, <laughs> and I mean they just like they cannot be killed. They are inv- <laughs> they're invincible. Like the car crashes, the fights. Just everything that they survive, normal humans don't do that. 
Um, and like rewatching it the last two days, it's just funny because it's like they went from the first two movies where they're just like, ah, you know, we're just kids in California that like street racing and and partying and drinking Corona with our friends. Like, no big deal. To where now, you know, in the later films, they're like robbing banks in Brazil and dragging a safe through the streets and just killing everyone in sight. Maybe the last one I saw is whenever they were like they were driving and racing like a plane or something. It was like the longest runway you've ever seen yeah. in your entire life. That's fast uh six. Okay, so it was six when I saw that song. Yeah. That. And the drive in with Wesley. Yeah, dude, the driveway, uh, the driveway, the uh, the run, <laughs> the runway was like ten miles long. I, don't know. I was like, how long is this thing? Yeah, I mean, dude, some of the stunts are just. I mean, I get it now. They're just like, hey, we're just gonna see how ridiculous we can make these movies, and y'all will still go see them. Which, to be fair, I will go see them as long as they make them. Yeah. So no, I think what I'm this... going to watch tonight, though, is Memento because I have no idea what it's about. I know nothing. I've never heard of it in my life. Don't even tell me because I was going to say, do you want, want me to tell you the premise no, or not? I want to just cut it on and. It it's badass. Okay. Early Christopher Nolan, but like still a lot of the stuff he does in his later films. Yeah. It's cool. I think you'd like it. I'll watch it. But yeah, I'm I'm excited I already told my wife, I was like, I'm fully prepared to be in the theater watching Fast X and just like laughing out loud because all the stuff they do is just insane. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. But it's going to be fun. It's a, it's a, it's a, I guess a part one. I think they're doing, I think they're doing at least one more or maybe they're doing three. Like they're going to do a part one, part two, part three. Yeah, I just couldn't remember how they were rated. I know there's never any like, nudity or anything in those so I no and i mean like i guess i think fast six was the first time there was an f-bomb like the rock drops an f-bomb within like the first like 30 minutes of the movie too oh, i remember that did he, not, did he not drop a some bitch oh dude that's like it that's what he says <laughs> some bitch yeah, we got to include Hobbs and Shaw in the uh, franchise, too. We got to watch that. It's probably rated R, if I had to guess, but are you thinking of taking... Well, I got I'll have Lucas most of the weekend, so I was like, eh. I always see like, what movies I can hit that with. What's the latest movie he's seen in the theater? Uh, Mario? Is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, after that, I, I think he went and saw... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I heard it was awesome. Oh. That's probably PG 13. Yeah. Model movies, it's not something I, I'm not worried about that or whatever. He's nothing he hadn't heard before. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, they're gonna hear it eventually. Oh yeah. Lightning is record time falling asleep already. <laughs> well, Joe was unable to join as he had uh, a family outing that he had forgotten about, which is fine. We get it. We'll uh, be back next week. I'll be fresh off of uh, 
Let's see, we got the we got the uh we got the bike race on Saturday that I'll be taking a part in. I won't be racing, I'll just be riding. I will be trying to finish. And then How long uh, is it? it is 45 miles. What? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it'll uh it's probably going to start to really suck around like mile 30. Cuz I think I've done I think the longest ride I've done so far is 25. So yeah. Once I I guess once I get to that it'll be all right. Mind over matter. Yeah, it's yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Doing it with a couple couple other dads in the neighborhood. They're big, big cyclists. There'll be beer. We'll stop and like drink some beer. It'll be fun. And then uh doing a little little golf scramble action over the weekend too. So that'll be that'll be fun. And then we'll get things cranked back up next week. Probably if I had to guess, be in the uh tripod again with Joe joining. But uh what is this? Twenty one episode twenty one. I know twenty two. Twenty two, yeah. Because we shout out twenty one savage on the last one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the next. Okay, so the question is, uh, next episode, will it be the LeBron episode or the? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I guess it can't be because he's number six now. It's the Antoine Jameson episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it'll be uh, episode 23. So we'll be back. It'll be fun. Thanks to York. Thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. Appreciate all of our sponsors. We got uh, this week, we got Cutwater, big sponsor. As you can see, York is is rocking the Nike. So shout out to Phil. Shout out to Uncle Phil for for donating uh, to the pod, to the cause. Choose 901, also a proud sponsor. So, um, ooh, Lakers holding the lead, heading into the fourth. We'll see if they can uh, even the series. So, with that, for York, I'm Zach. This has been the Rad Dad Pod. Sounding off. I'll holler at y'all later. Yeah.